What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. You ever get that call and the person on the other end claims you need to pay your light bill or says you won 50 grand from a contest you entered in Costco? People are making millions, sometimes billions, scamming gullible, greedy Americans. A new docuseries takes us deep inside the Jamaican lottery scam and some of the biggest black market enterprises in the world. Cafe Mocha begins now. Sit tight. You're only minutes away from more Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Lonnie Love. You know, we just gonna we just gonna keep everything positive. So I wanted us to talk about anything positive that you're doing for 2021. I mean, for me, I've been blessed with having. Um, uh, I'm now the executive producer of my first show. It's the Little Women After Show. It's called Little Women Atlanta Unfiltered. Oh no! Uh, yes, yeah, 16 <laughs> episodes. Uh, Little Women Atlanta is in the sixth season, and they've decided to do something different, give it an after show. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I'm hosting the Salt and Pepper interview special on January 23rd. It's three-hour yes. lifetime original movie. Nice. And then I get to interview the original Salt and Pepper. And y'all don't want to miss it. It was a four-hour interview, and they're going to try to wow. condense it down to... A half hour yo-yo you know about the history of salt and pepper but i think people once they see the movie Mm -hmm. they're gonna understand about the hip-hop about their relationship it's a lot going on that's what i'm saying you got a you got a lot going on this new year yes i I love it it's been blessed last thing i have is that rupaul's drag race season 13 is upon us um, and and uh, I'm going to be a guest judge for a number of episodes. So I, I got a lot of stuff going on. I appreciate our Cafe yeah. Mocha lift listeners, fans that, um, you know, always supporting me. And uh, yeah. yo, yo, what's going on for 2021? I, I know 2021, I am, I'm doing perfume school and I'm getting the Yo-Yo School of Hip Hop online and the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition for our mentoring girls program on Zoom. So I'm excited about the community work. Of course, Loving Hip Hop Hollywood. We're trying to get back in the mix with that. So I'm just, I'm working in the community and waiting on America to open back up. That's fabulous. Angelique, our producer, our star. (laughs) I found the best gold nail polish. (laughs) I hate you so much. You know what? 2020 was so bad that it is just honestly the simple thing. Yes. <laughs> it is the simple things. Yeah. No. You know what? And what you got to realize, ladies, is that we have been entertaining people for what? Six years now. And this is, you know, us continuing this um, on, through Cafe Mocha, through C- Sheila Eldridge, um, all the people that help us, Isabella, Alex. Um, 2020 was a test of a year, but we can say as far as Cafe Mocha, we were there for the people. We really are. We're yeah. going to continue to be there. At From Home. Yeah. Yes. Until yeah, 
And yes. the Salute Her Awards was off the chain. Oh I really gosh. enjoyed the Salute Her Awards. Yes. Um, to be able to uh, salute our people, I think is so important. And that's what we'll continue to do. Um, so you guys stay tuned to Cafe Mocha. 2021 is going to be a wonderful year for all of us. We're going to keep giving you the, the, the hot artists, you know, the intriguing conversations. Of course, from a woman's point of view. And we have so much to look forward to having our first female black vice president. We have a lot to look forward to. So y'all keep listening to Cafe Mocha. Yes. Do you all want to see the nail polish? I'm so excited about it. (laughs) Standing in solidarity. Celebrating 10 years of radio from a woman's perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Alani, Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. Wait, hold it. Let me set this up properly. Have you ever gotten that email where the African prince Mm -hmm. wants you to send a million dollars and all you got to do is send a few thousand? Oh, wait, Lonnie, what about the phone call from the stranger claiming that you want a new uh, Mercedes? You ever Mm -hmm. get that call? All the time. (laughs) There's a new series out called Trafficked that takes us deep inside the multi-million dollar Jamaican lottery scam and a whole bunch of other billion dollar industries that they're making tons of money on the black market. Um, On the line, she's an investigative reporter, Mariana Van Zeller. She hosts this and she goes deep and dark into places that, honey, I just never even wanna go. Mariana, welcome to Cafe Mocha. Great being here. Thanks for having me. You know, um, tell us a little bit about your series. I was, you know, I mentioned the Jamaican lottery scam, but you go to all kinds of different places and and do investigative reporting and drug trafficking and <laughs> and pimps. And tell them tell them a little bit about the series. Yeah, it's a, an eight part series, and in every episode, we go on these wild rides um, where we gain unprecedented access into some of the deepest and darkest corners of our world, into global black markets all around. Well, um, going to the Jamaican lottery scam, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, the, the first episode deals with scams. How does that Jamaican lottery scam work exactly? It's so interesting because I think we've all sort of gotten these phone calls before. I certainly have, you know, where they call you and they say uh, either, have you shopped this somewhere or about, you know, Whole Foods or at Walmart? Uh, And if you did, you don't know, but you won the lottery there. And all you need to do is pay us a fee and you've won a million dollars. Or another one where they call you and they say they're from the, the electricity or the gas company. And you owe them money and they're going to cut all your utilities if you don't pay them. Uh, $500 right now. And, you know, a lot of people actually fall for these scams. So what we did is we headed to Jamaica to meet the people on the other side of the phone call. Wow. Why Jamaica, though? I mean, I know we have a a lot of Jamaican listeners. They're like, why why are we singled out? (laughs) Because actually Jamaica sort of become the ground zero for these sort of lottery, what they call the lottery scams. and, uh, you know, it's uh, we spent a lot of time trying to gain access to these scammers, trying to meet with them. And um, and eventually, after many months of trying, we met with a handful of them and uh, learned some incredible things about the way they operate. 
And um, one of the things that I noticed in the uh, the series is that they take you um, into this, well, uh, you take yourself into this deserted area in Jamaica. There's a whole bunch of guys with AK-47s and Glock 9s. All their faces are covered and it's not because of COVID. And here you are, you and your camera crew in the middle of nowhere. I know you had to be scared. <laughs> It was a little bit intimidating. Yes, this was all filmed pre-COVID, so it was definitely not because of COVID. And we were going to meet Victor, who's sort of a, uh, he runs a group of scammers that work for him. And uh, we'd been told that we could meet him at this abandoned house where he does some of his operations. And we got there and he was surrounded by some of these armed bodyguards. And as we sit down to interview him, um, you know, my approach is always, you know, treat everybody with respect and with trust and you'll be treated with respect and trust back too. And I always tell them I'm here not to judge you. I'm here to listen to your stories. And yes, I'm going to ask you difficult questions, but I'm mainly here as a listener. And uh, we start the interview and then halfway through, he tells us that he was thinking of actually stealing from us and robbing all our gear. Um, And he decided not to because he decided that my team and myself were nice which was a, a very nice moment. But there was a pause after he said, before he said I was nice and he decided not to, where we all just looked at each other and thought oh, we weren't sure if this was a good idea. <laughs> wow. You like our flavor. More music. More chat. More Cafe Mocha on the way in just minutes. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Marianne Van Zeller, Nat Geo Series Traffic, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. This is so interesting. She takes us inside the multi-billion dollar underground world of drug dealers, counterfeiters, scammers, and even pimps. Now, um, I noticed that most of the businesses target Americans and the Mexican drug cartel was selling their drugs in the United States. The scammers were even going after people here. Now, is it because, you know, we're rich or greedy or are we gullible? (laughs) It's a good question. You know, the scammers in Jamaica kept telling us that Americans um, tend to, that Americans love free things, that they don't think there's anyone out there that loves free things more than Americans. So if you can tell (laughs) Americans that they've won a Mercedes Benz or that they've won the lottery or whatever it is, they will pay anything just to get that free thing. Free thing. <laughs> just wow. really interesting. I think it's, you know, it's partly because, yeah, because we are rich. I think it's partly because, um, uh, you know, unfortunately, the sad and the reverse point of all of this is that there's a lot of very sort of older, uh, lonely Americans. And they've a lot of times become the targets, uh, the majority of times actually become the targets of these scammers. And so sad. One of them actually told us that some of her older scammer, uh, older victims, they realize that one point that they're being scammed and yet they prefer to have somebody to talk to because they speak almost on a daily basis than not to you know so it's so so sad oh wow i, I like well, the way lonnie said because yeah. we're rich <laughs> well i mean well, compared to other countries yeah compared to other countries we're pretty you know yeah. we're well off you know yeah. I, I know that part i know that part but she wanted to laugh too though <laughs> you know um <laughs> One thing that struck me about the Jamaica episode, and maybe is the the subtext for all of this, is that, um, you know, the Jamaicans looked at us like, you know, when we go to their resorts 
and we're there we're spending all this money and in the Mm -hmm. in the episode you said like what we spend at a resort in a week or a few days they don't make that in a year and so they're Mm -hmm. looking like this as reparations they literally use the word reparations wow that's Mm. that's right yeah it's the scammers anthem actually in jamaica it's called reparations and uh, all the scammers know it and all of them sing it and yeah it was one of the most interesting moments uh was when we you know we heard a bunch of them talking about reparations and another another one was when we spent some time with tweety the female scammer and yeah she was saying how she works at a resort during the day and she realized very early on that she, you know, makes in a month what uh, American tourists spend in one day at the resort. And one day she comes home and realizes her grandfather is very, very sick. And if he doesn't get the costly treatment, that he's going to die. And she can't afford it and no one in her family can afford it. And she realized the only way she could save her grandfather's life was to turn to scamming and start you know scamming and uh she said you know i we're very religious here in jamaica and yet i realized at that moment that i am god in my family mariana it was it what what do you want people to to get out of the series what do you want what do you hope to, to yeah stories like this you know, it's the realization, I think, that happened to me as well, um, that no matter how far into the fringes of our society we travel, we can still find people that are redeemable and that are re- relatable. Um, you know, that at the end of the day, uh, that even these people that are the outlaws and criminals and that we consider the bad guys are not much different than we are. You know, they're mothers, they're fathers, they love their kids, they have goals and aspirations and dreams much like us. And I think once we start realizing that and realizing that a lot of times it's because of a lack of opportunity in the places where they were born and the lack of jobs and inequality and poverty, that that's why they turn into black markets. That until we realize that and we address the root problems and the root causes, uh, we're never going to be able to stop these black markets from existing. The series is called Traffic. It's on Nat Geo and it airs Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Guys, if you like Narcos, if you watch every episode of Breaking Bad, if you're into, you know, all that bad guy stuff, seriously, this is so good. And and it's a little bit unbelievable, all the things you do in that series, Mariana. So thank you for bringing it to television. Appreciate it. Mariana, stay safe, okay? Please stay safe. I will. I will. Thank uh, you so much. I really appreciate it. Right, I'll care. stay safe. I promise. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Cafe, Cafe Mocha. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. 
More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Tommy Davidson is on the line. His new book is called Living in Color. And of course, we know and love him from a thousand things, including his stint on In Living Color. Tommy, thank you for thank joining you Cafe Mocha. Yes. Thank you guys for having me, man. You know what, Tommy? What was so incredible, um, what I found... Um, well, I found out some information that I didn't know about you. I didn't realize that you were adopted and your book, Living in Color, I didn't realize that it was speaking on so many levels, you know, because, you know, I was just thinking about the 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 uh, mark you made on In Living Color, but it's more to it. Can you explain? Yeah. The reason why I call it Living in Color, because I am a black man who was abandoned as a black baby in Mississippi mm. in 1968 and was found in the trash randomly by a white woman who then moved me to Wyoming and Colorado, not knowing I was black. Then I moved to Washington, D.C. with an all-white family, and the black people beat our ass and were calling me white cracker lover and my family white crackers. And I went to my mom and I was like, why are they calling me white cracker lover? Because I like graham crackers. I was only five years old, you know? I know we're supposed to laugh. She said, that's what people your color Huh? I know we're supposed to laugh, but this is so painful to hear. It was, it was it was hurtful to me because I was like, well, why do they hate me, you know? And I'm like, well, what color am I? And my mom said, well, you're black. I said, no, I'm brown like the crayons. Right. And you're peach like the crayons, right? And so she was like, no, we call, I know you're brown, but we call you black. And you guys call us white. And I was like, well, everybody got their colors mixed up. And then I moved to the suburbs because the black people were kicking our ass so much. That's the first time I heard the word mm. And people, grown men were chasing me home from the playground, like everywhere I went. Like I'd be riding my bike and I, like a guy would like stop his car and run right at me with like a stick, like kill that you know? And so finally I went to my mom and like, who are these We got to stay away from them, you know? <laughs> and she was like, well, that's what people our color call people your color. Mm. And I thought that was the stupidest thing ever. And I was scared all the time. You know, and then when I was growing up, it'd be like four black girls waiting to beat up my sister for no reason. So I'd be there fighting four black girls. Then I had to fight their brothers. Then I would go around black people. I mean, uh, white people. And then I'd have to fight them. So it was like a long time before I really like started, you know, realizing that, wait a second, I am black and they're white and this world is different. You know, so ironically, I ended up on a show called In Living Color. Mm -hmm. So my sister called me and said, why don't you ever talk about mom? 
you know? And that's why I wrote the book because I was like, I didn't know that I was ashamed of my mother because every time I would mention, every time black people would see my mother, they start treating me different. Like, oh, you think you special or whatever, right. you know? And then every time I went around white people, you know, you know what happened. Right. So I spent a whole lot of time being confused as a kid, but I finally figured it out. Wow. We're talking to comedian Tommy Davidson. His new book is called Living in Color. More on the way. Sit tight. You're only minutes away from more Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. We're talking to Tommy Davidson. His new book, Living in Color. Now, we love that you got your new book, but we also are hearing about the Proud Family reboot. Yeah. And you better get on the soul train. You're so happy. Oh my you know? gosh. And, I'm, and the one that's most happy is the Oscar Proud. The Oscar Proud has been around a long time. And he loves the Proud snack. Hey, where you at? Trey, call me. I see that monkey. Don't bring him to me. You know, so we, we, that has, that has grown, that has raised a whole army of, of children that are now like okay. 26, 27, yeah. 28. Yeah. They got their own, got their own thing going. You know, and they watch the Proud family and we're proud to be who they are because of our show, you know? You know what I love about cartoons is that even though this is years ago when there was Disney and there was Nick and there was WB Kids, everybody still watched the Proud family. Yes. Yeah. You know, those little, the, the white 30-year-olds, they know the show too. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I mean, know. was this a movement for... From you guys or from fans to make this happen? Because I know there was talk about it a few years ago, and it didn't look like it was going to happen. Yeah, you know, well, you know, Disney is busy these days, and they're doing a lot of stuff. But the one thing about our show is, since we were like mostly an all-black show, mm-hmm. we always stood up for the show. Right. So you had, you know, had all these things that were on Disney, and, and 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 you know, there's so many stuff, Aladdin, and all this other stuff, you know, and we were the only ones that represented us. Right. You know, just like in. In color. We were the only one that represented us, but we weren't different than white people or Spanish people or anything. We were just funny and really, really good. Right. But we we deserve a spot too. Right. Yeah, and it's always good to see you know artists who've been around for such a long time. I mean, to still see you alive and in living color is just a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Speaking of in living it, color, it's a bomb. Yes, really, is, it really is. Do you think that there'll be a reboot of in living color? I know oh, they try. Oh boy. You know. I would like really like to see it and I do think it's going to happen you know what I mean but it's just like everybody's busy doing their own thing and to get us all in one place again but Keenan said something to me really key he said the reason why I didn't reboot In Living Color because I want to do it with younger artists Right. He said, but I haven't been able to find anyone like you guys yet. Mm-hmm. The minute I find somebody that can do the things you guys can do, mm-hmm. we're going to do it. And I trust him. He's like, he's like Professor Xavier from the X-Men, you know? <laughs> he got all these mutants, but we all good at what we do. You know, he, get, he, he trained us. He made us work together. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what, it, that's what it really comes down to is like the perfect combination, you know? Yeah, right. you guys were really passionate about it. But I don't know if if that'll I'm happen, passionate. though. Because you guys are just a special. I mean, oh, y'all yeah. really are talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Years of comedy. Uh, actually trained comics. Not just, you know, Instagram. Uh, right. Editing. 
You know what I mean? It's just, it's just you. I, I just think that it's just something special, and I think that because I do know that they tried to audition a lot of people. Wow. This was years ago, and it's yeah. like you can't find, mm. you can't find another Tommy Davidson. You can't find a David Allen Greer. You right. can't, you know, Damon Wayne. You just, you know, you just can't find it. So sometimes it's just yeah, a genie. Yeah, we our own time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy Davidson. The book is called Living in Color. Thanks so much, Tommy. Standing in solidarity. Celebrating 10 years of radio from a woman's perspective. It's Cafe Mocha. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. Where was Maxine Waters when the Capitol building was stormed? Locked in her office. I told him I wasn't going anywhere. I didn't trust the Capitol Police uh, to tell me where to go or to even guide me anyplace. I know and I truly believe that if I had encountered those insurrectionists, those mobsters, that I would have been killed. South Carolina Congressman Jim Clyburn knew it was an inside job because they didn't touch the office with his name on the door. They found his second office. Up on the third floor is where I do most of my work, and there are many members of the United States Congress right now who could not tell you where that office is and could not find that office, but they found it. Nate Parker is back with a new movie this weekend. Vanessa Bell Calloway is in the cast. It's a different perspective on a topic that we all know, you know, black boys getting killed by the police. But he wrote a whole nother perspective. I don't know how a lot of people are going to take this perspective because it's deep. American Skin is streaming on video on demand. The Espresso is brought to you by Toyota. Live the Sienna life in the all-new Toyota Sienna. Toyota. Let's go places. Yeah, we got more of Lonnie, Lonnie, Yo-Yo, and Angelique on the way. I love it. Yeah. Only on Cafe Mocha Radio. Hi, I am Rashawn McDonald, host of MoneyMakingConversation.com. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. They can be civic leaders, people in business, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award honoree this week is Kevin Bloodsoe. Don't limit your dreams. Kevin is a two-time Hoodie Awards winner for Best Barbecue in Los Angeles. Bledsoe has become a top television personality and food star. He has grown his business from the streets of Compton, California, into an international empire. From La Brea in Hollywood to Crown Casino in Melbourne, Australia. I, I don't give to be blessed. I'm blessed, so I give. It's not no secret recipe to this. You know, it, it, it has to come from your heart. Mm-hmm. It's more of the good things that outweigh the bad things. Right. And mm-hmm. God has put me in position to help like that. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award represents men who have strength, whose wisdom is assertive, and who is genuine in their spirit. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cafe Mocha Radio. We are all still doing the show from home because there's a pandemic raging out there. And I know they told us the elderly would be hit the hardest and those with pre-existing conditions. But you know who's really getting hit the hardest? Young black men. Not the 60-somethings, not the 70-somethings. 30 and 40-something-year-old black men. So if you don't need to be out there, please stay home. And if you do have to be out there, follow the rules. Stay masked, stay distanced, and stay safe. Cafe Mocha 
Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.